Hello there and welcome to the Alzheimer Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games, and all that jazz that there's no tomorrow. This week we're discussing The Matrix Resurrections. I don't know Ooh. if I'm ready, honestly. My name is Tom. And I don't know. I don't know. Joining my co-host, John. Hey, I guess we're back into the, the Matrix, I guess. Is it, is it, is it, <laughs> is it, is it resurrected? I don't even know if it's resurrected this time because of this film, but we'll talk about like the good bits about Matrix and the other stuff about Matrix. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. <laughs> I want to I start just, what do you think? Like, this is, this is interesting because I know that you've seen the first one, but you haven't seen Reloaded or Revolutions. So I'm very interested as to what your perspective is. I do is. know what happens in them. I do know what right, happens. Yeah. Oh, spoilers if you haven't. Yeah, with spoilers the, for the all architect, of it. with the key mm-hmm. master. Mm-hmm. I can't say I, I can't say his name right. Mir- Merovingian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't say that again because I don't know how to say it. <laughs> um, all about that, and then the twins fighting, and then at the end where it's a whole huge battle with the Ecton. It's not the Sentinels. It is no, it's not. Is it? Just I I don't know. Just the machines, I guess. I don't know. Might be, they robots, might be called yeah. Sentinels. And the, the, I think I the, the squid ones, the squid ones are called Sentinels. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Because my brain was like, yes, it is. And then Mr. Smith turned into a human. I get like from just like, ah, mm-hmm. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. And then just kept saying Anderson. And then the, the CGI, the CGI was intense, I guess, with everything that was happening. And then at the end, Neo sacrificed himself to make a better Matrix. Yes. Yes. Yeah, if I correct. He sacrifices himself to um, kind of end the war to to do something that would benefit both the humans and the machines. And I've got to say, I'd never watched the sequels. And then I watched them before watching Resurrections. And you know what? They're pretty good. You know, like they don't come close to the first film. And there are definitely elements of them that are a stretch but Reloaded and especially Revolutions, I think. There's a lot of good stuff in Revolutions. And yeah, so Re- Resurrections is nearly 20 years later. What do you think? It was weird. With everything that was happening in the film, it was like, at the beginning, it was way too meta. Mm-hmm. I know what were they going for with like, oh my God, like you made these three games. Now we got to make a fourth one. And this went on for like 20 minutes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, in the film and like with the montage i mean okay the montage was great but yeah i agree i felt like everything that was like stretching it's like meta like all the way through like oh my god you're the you're the game's creator and then the, the, you're gonna be in the fourth game and then and and then like with 22 like your game's create what are your games based on and then, like it was just going on on and on i do think it goes way too far being meta the scenes for me that really did it were the architect when he's going not the architect the oh. analyst neil patrick harris's character when he's going in bullet time and he's telling neo oh i yes. got this idea that bullet time great. to you like that was great oh do you think because because i i i didn't like that i thought that was too oh, much really? i thought i thought that you know calling it bullet time in oh, the yeah. film you know bullet time is the kind of thing True. that we you know that the society dubbed it after the film but they never actually say bullet time in the film and it, it did feel a bit jarring to me and i was kind of like Ooh, oh yeah you know? yeah it was like going back and forth with the meta stuff like geez why we know but we just want to see him back in the matrix again like what are you gonna do mm. with it and the worst part of the film is that the philosophy isn't there with some of the matrix like in the first one or with the other stuff like it doesn't really go back to the matrix the idea the idea of it like possibilities or something it was like oh neo we need you back and just do something and then it was like going on for meta and then mr smith well this is war in this one like it's a, agent smith it's mr smith just mr. Smith. A random dude agent smith okay agent proper smith. title sorry um, my brain 
as <laughs> think about this film as Friday and like, oh yeah, it is Mr. Smith. No, it's not. It's Agent Smith. But yeah, Agent Smith was like you kind of get this a little bit in Reloaded as well. But Smith is so shoehorned in. At this point, Smith has died twice. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, that was that was what was in the second trailer. You know how I said yeah. the second trailer really ruined it for me? Yeah. That was what was in it. They revealed that Jonathan Groff's character was Agent Smith. So, you know, going in, there was no mystery for me because of... And, and you know, I didn't want to watch that trailer, but yeah. Uh, but Smith, yeah, Smith yeah. has no relevance. And he's just kind of so shoehorned in. He pops up a couple times. But Jonathan Groff, he doesn't have any presence anywhere near as much as, as Hugo Weaving in the original trilogy. Hugo Weaving, he, he's, he's robotic and he's kind of calculated, but you can tell that he's also conflicted. And he might ham it up a little bit in the sequels, but I don't think Jonathan Groff really... I don't think there's any point to him being that character. What he kind of says, this this whole thing where he's like, we've got to remake The Matrix because our overlords at Warner Brothers want to do it and they're going to do it with or without you. And it's lo- it's like loads of meta stuff. But when he becomes Smith, it, it was kind of cool when he when he sees the battle going on and he sees the gun and he realizes he kind of breaks free of his imprisonment and he yells mr anderson but that, that was, was really cool yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree it did like to cut in between the old stuff and the new stuff i definitely that was definitely a choice i thought that was just a trailer thing but no that's actually yeah. like that's actually something that they went for but i didn't think Smith had any relevance, really. Yeah. I just didn't know what was his purpose there. In the Matrix, he was the one who was trying to not let anyone break the rules of the Matrix, but mm-hmm. no, he's just there. And also, there was, like, really confusing parts, you know, with the Morpheus stuff. Like, apparently, Neo created this Morpheus AI or something in the Matrix. Yeah, so yeah. I might be wrong. I... Yeah, I'm going to attempt to kind of explain how what I oh, think God. it is. Uh, <laughs> it, you know what happened last time we explained something, Tom? And it, was it, was and it, it Tenet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm going to try and be a little bit more sane than Tenet. So, <laughs> I think that, so, Neo... Or Thomas Anderson created code for Morpheus in his game. He didn't end up using that code for Morpheus, but instead used it as an agent. But the code still existed. So Bugs, can I say Bugs is literally the best character in the film. Bugs could reawake him. And that's what we see at the beginning. Speaking of which, what did you think of the beginning? They basically recreated the the beginning of The Matrix, but with a twist. What did you think? I guess. It was all right. To be honest, I did like with the stuff that we're going for at the beginning, like Bugs, like seeing like the different perspective of the um, whole recreation of the first scene in Matrix. And I thought that was like a nostalgic vibe to it. Yeah. But I, I liked it. It was like a bit of a twist, you know, seeing that agent as a Morpheus coded thing. Yeah, Morpheus mm. coded. And then I thought it was really cool with the special effects and like bugs, the way that she jumped out of buildings or something like that and do- dodged over cars. That was really cool. I thought that, you know, they could have explored that somewhere else. But no, it was like more fighting, more fighting, more fighting, and then more fighting. Anyway, but yeah, at the beginning, I thought, yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, the action was really underwhelming, I thought. Oh, God. The original, like, that... the, the, the original um, choreographer didn't return, or maybe has passed away at this point, but different cinematographer as well. And I thought that the film looked good, but the opening action scene definitely was cool like when they're running through the corridor and like bugs running up the walls and as you said when she jumps over the car i thought that was really cool and after that the action just lacked so much of that kind of energy it felt like what they were doing was the opposite of the matrix with quick cuts like a jason bourne style you know that kind of 
2010s action movie vibe that they that Hollywood really loves now. Yeah, and I felt like it was just a lot on your face. It was just stretching out some of the dialogue and then like saying, oh, you're the queen. Yeah, yeah, again with the meta, I thought. Too repetitive in the film, I think, yeah. The film definitely had a tendency to sometimes literally shout in your face. The, the scene where they have the warehouse fight, which is, it just feels like a greatest hits medley from Reloaded. We're bringing back the Merovingian. Smith and Neo get to have a, a rematch. They fight like some of the people who they fight in Reloaded. And it was completely pointless as well. Like it just felt like it was there. And all while you've got the Merovingian yelling in French and English about sequels and about art. And it felt so incredibly in your face and so like blatant kind of beating a dead horse. It, it really felt like we were just being yelled at and just being so like, oh, this will never be as good as the original. And like, we're telling well, you all the things that you're thinking. And again, it was so incredibly meta. You got shouted at by so much stuff in your face by, yeah. by a Frenchman like, the sequels! And, uh, and then just What like, happened to good old art? Yeah, it was really just old, like oh, that. Wow. There was one great moment that I thought that was like, you know, Matrix-like was when, mm-hmm. after that horrible cinematography of that train fight scene, Neo like jumps through the mirror and he wakes up again into that thing and then you see only two pods, one for Neo and one for Trinity and you're like, oh my god, like they're the ones that the powering got the matrix and that was like yeah that was really cool i have to give that to that that was a really cool moment that i liked yeah i, I mean i agree like you get that wide shot of the two pods opposite yeah. each other and i thought it was you know pretty horrific imagery especially seeing it in the cinema as well i thought that was that was really powerful i think the first half of this film especially is really really solid even the stuff where they go back into the real world it was pretty cool they had they had niobe from the sequels, being like the only person alive from those films. They got Jada Pinkett Smith. They kind of aged her up and they're not no longer living on Zion, now, now living on EO. And I thought it was so interesting to see because it, it feels like a whole Rise of Skywalker kind of like, well, if Neo's alive and, you know, the war is still going, then what's the point? What was his sacrifice for? It feels very much like, well, if Palpatine's alive, why is what what does Vader's sacrifice mean in Rise of Skywalker? But I think cleverly, they were like, no, 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 no. Everything's changed. We now have all these great things. You know, we can grow through and we have evolved as a society. And we we are now working with the robots. The fact that they just put Neo and Trinity back into the Matrix doesn't mean that it was all for nothing. And I think that was very clever. Yeah, and I liked how there were some key characters that um brought up in, in the film. But the one thing that was really annoying that they couldn't bring back Lawrence Fishbourne to do Morpheus. I thought that was like, the, the reason why the Matrix was so good, like with the characters like Trinity, Morpheus and then Neo, like you got them and it's great. And you know, what makes the film so interesting, like the way that Morris um, Fishbone like really acted as Morpheus. Why wasn't he in it? I don't know if there's a reason for that. Maybe he just didn't want to come back. But I think they wrote around it well, honestly. They tried to have that whole Morpheus-esque character with Bugs and Morpheus, you know, telling Neo what's the truth and using footage from the films or I guess from the games to show us that. But it definitely felt like they were missing something. And I think Lawrence Fishbone was such a big part of the others that maybe that was what was missing i don't i don't know but it's definitely interesting how he became the head of the of the high council after revolutions and when the war started to get bad again when it started to kind of start again he was kind of denying it and being like well no neo saved us you know he saved everything and in his adamant belief that 
everything's over and everything's okay because of his belief in Neo kind of was the reason why things got to the point where they where they did. I thought that was an interesting commentary on blind belief in things to the point where you don't accept what's happening in reality, which is almost what the Matrix is, right? Like in a way, Morpheus created for himself his own kind of matrix where he, you know, just denies what's happening in the real world and, and kind of stays to his fantasy of Neo saving them. Yeah. The one thing that really threw me off, okay, I forgot the, the character that was looking after Neo in the Matrix, checking in just in case. And then it was a bird in the real life, just... Oh, yes, Sati from, uh, you know, she's back from Revolutions as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I now thought she's that was really bad. Yeah, but now, like, the bird, that was the one thing that was like, when did it get all Harry Potter all of a sudden with the birds? Yeah, like, that, that, that's very Wizarding World, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, am I watching, <laughs> am I watching Matrix? Like, there's a metallic bird. Is this bird the secrets of Dumbledore? Oh, God. Oh, and the one thing that we liked, I mean, you can see it only just in the beginning, I guess. And the last final members of the film was the, the relationship between Trinity and Neo. You can, you know, that was like really hard bit because that was like why the Matrix was so famous, like, you know, between the relationship between them. And those last final moments of the film was great. Like you've seen them and like they're not interrogating, like hurting the physician and then it's like flying around. And that was great. You know, you can see that they're properly back. But I don't know if they're going to make another one. Mm. Well, I mean, like, it was so good to see Neo and Trinity together, but the film didn't afford them enough time together, you know. This is a film which argues that Neo and Trinity are connected and one can't be without the other, you know, to the point where the one is essentially now the two, you know. They can both fly now and they both have these incredible abilities. And what I think the first half of the film does so well is it makes Thomas like constantly, he has this strange connection to this person who doesn't know, but the audience knows who it is and they know why he has that connection. I think that was genius when he sees her, as you said, when he comes out of the Matrix and he sees her, it, it's quite haunting to see that they are kept so close yet so far from each other. But I feel the film is so concerned with showing the world 60 years on, establishing what happened to all the characters we know, that the time we spend with Neo and Trinity it's fleeting at best. They might have 20 minutes worth of scenes together. And it doesn't feel truly rewarding when they actually come together as Neo and Trinity instead of instead of Thomas and Tiffany. It was a shame that it was so fleeting in a quiet and underwhelming action sequence where they're on a motorbike through the city and you can't really see anything. And, and you know, the action isn't really like, you know, I guess they're, they're older. You know, Carrie Ann Moss, um, Keanu Reeves, they're older, but they don't really, they don't get the chance to do any like really cool action stuff when they're together and I miss that. Yeah, I miss that. Like there's no like iconic fight scenes that you could think of in this film. None. Nope. Like None. the train fight scene. All I can see was just the shaky cam. Oh yeah. god. Why did they bring that shaky shaky cam? Like the shaky cam was the most useless thing ever. Like you couldn't do anything. You could see like make 23 frames in one second like the only cool action sequence was at the beginning with Bugs and Morpheus when they're when they're yes. flipping off yes. the walls. But that was yeah. so short. Not only was it so short, but it doesn't even come close to the action scenes in the original trilogy. Yeah, that was so sad. I was like, why is there anything happening throughout the film? And, and then, oh, that was that really horrendous fight at the cafe with all the soldiers. and Literally there. so crowded. I didn't know what was going on. It was- Is that, is that and- Neo? Is that Neo? No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Trinity. 
Uh, wait one uh, second, it's John hands. Wick. Oh, it's John Wick. Oh my god, wait. If this John Wick, why is there a shaky cam? Oh my god, wait, what? It, oh it's my... weird. It's weird seeing Neo with Keanu's long hair and beard. It really looks like it's just John Wick. <laughs> like, it that, is a little bit okay. strange. Ooh. That would be a con- cool concept if, you know, John Wick was in the Matrix. <laughs> what would you yeah, do? That'd be a crossover, wouldn't it? <laughs> They, yeah, J- Neo is actually John Wick in the Matrix. Brilliant. No, I still he, know he, Kung he, Fu. Oh, oh and if he realizes, like, oh my god, for all these years I was this assassin trying to fight the high table. It was the high table or the um, in the film. I don't know. High- I, don't know. I don't know. But no, that would be f- funny because Lawrence Fishburne is in the John Wick films. So oh, like, and, and that's oh Morpheus. <laughs> Oh my god! Where wait, is, wait, uh... isn't I? I I'm, I swear, Carrie Ann Moss is going to be in the next one in John Wick Four. Yeah, what? I'm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that Carrie Ann Moss has been cast. Wait, I. I wonder if they're going to do a crossover because they did. Like, oh, okay, so... so she said that she wants. She would love to star in it. That would be so good. <laughs> Imagine that, and you have Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Lawrence Fishburne all in the same movie. Again, after like, years, that'd be amazing. Uh, that'd be amazing. And then there was a, obviously a Matrix reference in uh, three, like we need guns, lots of guns. And then yeah, uh, that could be a really cool reference if um, you know Trinity like says like dodge this, but in the, in the next one, you know, with the gun and say dodge this, that'd be cool. But we don't know. Yeah, um, I wonder, and I think other people have thrown this about. Maybe the underwhelming action is because Lily Wachowski didn't come back uh, and it was only Lana for this one. Maybe, you know, the the thing has always been that Lily has been more interested in the action and Lana has always been, you know, the person who's kind of like telling this sci-fi romance and obviously they both help each other with it. But it feels a lot more that like Lana is interested in telling this, like the sci-fi romance story than telling an action story and i think that's okay because i'm not always the most interested in the action in the matrix that's not why you know i'm I'm more interested in in the philosophies and the sci-fi stuff but then the action is such an integral part of this film but it's all so underwhelming that it it leaves a lot a lot to be desired yeah and then oh there's lazy writing i thought the ending was crazy the conversation between the analyst and neo and trinity It felt yeah. just like this, the ending of the first one. I know that's what they're going for. I know they're trying to mirror the first one and be like, look at what's changed. But the fact that they just come in and they're like, okay, we're we're the we're 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 gonna reinvent the matrix. We're gonna recreate it. It's just the same as the first one, and it it it, it didn't. I feel like the film shared too many similarities. And what it's trying to do is it's trying to go against modern franchise filmmaking. It's trying to say these reboots and these soft reboots, you know, they are genuinely poisoning cinema. That's what I read out of it. But even though it does feel intentional, I don't think it works. Yeah. Like it just didn't, but it, you could, you could feel the chemistry there, but not really with that, that conversation, I guess. But, oh, oh, the cat. Yeah. Deja vu. They literally named yes. the cat deja vu. <laughs> that was great. I loved the therapy sessions. The, the idea that the Matrix is constantly trying to tell Neo Thomas Anderson that he's crazy and they're constantly pushing him deeper and deeper and they're like getting him hooked on the blue pill. And as you said before, the montage, you know, with the White Rabbit song and him doing the same thing, like it was genius. Like, even the message stuff, when they're talking about what is the Matrix, it's bullet time, bullets, and like every single time they're talking about bullet time. 
And, you know, they're talking about how they're going to make this fourth game. And it was so, I think that was where the meta elements really worked. Yeah, I liked it, but it was just carry on too much. I was like, oh, okay, mm, we, we know yeah. that this is happening. Bullet time! Bullet time! Every time I heard that in the cinema, I just sank into the seat, like, further and further. <laughs> just like, Did oh you watch God, the post-credit bro. scene? There was a post-credit scene? Oh, it was it was bad. I, I can't remember if there was a post-credit scene or not. I was no, there, just like there was. trying to um I, I was trying to remember like what happened in this film. I was like, what? Yeah, you saw what? you saw it weeks ago, didn't you? Yeah, just tell me, just tell me. It's con Well, me. okay, so we're back with the video game developers, and one guy says, What about the cat tricks? Have you seen all those cat videos online? The Matrix, but with cats. It was yeah, it was it was horrible. It was oh, it was it was bad. Are they trying to recreate cats in the musical? Are they trying to yeah. do that? Are they trying to do something with that? Why? Why do you want? Why not? Neo and Trinity okay, okay. are now I guess, cats. I guess Agent Smith is going to be a dog because they're going to be like you know fighting against cats and uh, the dogs will be agents. Uh, God, oh God, I can see it already. And then. Lawrence <laughs> Fishbone version of the cat will be I don't know that's the and next then... stage of the Matrix you, you've had all these different versions of the Matrix and this latest one is meant to you know kind of less lull people into a sense of security and more you know let them believe that they have control the next one just cats it's just cats that's it I'm not going to be happy about that if I saw that <laughs> I want a cat right now but this is ruining my chance to gain a cat now because I was like oh yeah okay that's Let's do that. But then well, you want to get a cat? Here's the thing. I'm stuck between uh, getting a cat or a dog because I'm like, look, dogs are really good, but then cats like comfort you, but then dogs really comfort you at the same time, but then dogs can give you walks and then like be happy with you, and then cats <laughs> all just dogs can give you walks. I don't think that's the dynamic that a lot of people go for. Right, I think, no, you can go. I think you walk for dogs. Go for walks and dogs. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Honestly, uh, I've got a dog. You know my dog. I think the dogs are more work just generally but I, I i would also say they're more rewarding because i think you get you, you garner a, a greater relationship with the dog so that's what i would say dog dog any day i love a dog dogs are cool the dog is also almost like the matrix i don't know how to bring it back <laughs> get a dog man i love dogs okay yeah or get a oh, black cat and call it deja vu <laughs> Do it for the meme, John. And then every time I look at the cat, I was like, ah, Matrix Resurrection, that was a terrible film. And you're like, meow, and then, ah. But there's one type of dog that I want to get. No, no, I don't know. It's too fluffy. It's a Samoy. And I mean, yeah. some dogs, it really, like, it takes a lot of effort to clean as well. Like, when it's winter and they're in the mud, especially puppies will get so muddy and you got to wash them. So, and some dogs will shed as well. It's a lot, it's a lot to think about. Um, but I actually have a Matrix themed animal. Here's a, I'll, I'll make sure to put it on screen. Here's a, <laughs> I'm sending you a picture of me and my Matrix bear. Ah. Yeah. Ah, the, 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 the bear. Oh, wow. Wait, when did you get this? When did you get this? I got this for Christmas. Did you get this from Build-A-Bear? Did yeah. Did you get this from Build-A-Bear? Yes. Yes, I no did. No way. You got this from Builder Bear. No way. I th- never knew Builder Bear would do the Matrix or something like that. I thought they just do yeah. like Pokemon. I wish I, wish no, I got No, it's so cool. He's that. like, wait, no. Um, let me give you a better picture. He's even got like he's, oh, he's he wearing like a he's wearing like a full Matrix garb. It's amazing. 
so good. And there's some glasses as well. Oh, there's some glasses yeah. like I would pay a lot of money to see like a bear recreation. You... I, I, I'm actually oh my god, oh my god, that's amazing. Like the zoo and it's beautiful, honestly. Oh my god. Share that one. Share that one that you just sent me. That one too. too. I will, I will, I will. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, with the code and everything. Like, yeah, man. Where did you get this? Where did you get it? It was like, was it like I got nearest... it? I got it from Chris uh, for Christmas, but I think you get it online. Oh. So, like, yeah. If there's a Pokemon one or I guess anything, I'll get the oh, or Matrix one. Wait, uh, you know what? Build a Bear has so many things. Like, they've got like little Jowers and like loads of Star Wars stuff. And they've got like all the Harry Potter like <laughs> outfits and all that. And like a little, you get a sorting hat that can speak and sort the teddy bears. No way. Yeah. I'm a connoisseur, I'm a connoisseur of teddy bears. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. This is like the first one I've had in so long. It's I amazing. Remember, oh, oh, years and years ago, I remember going to Build a Bear. And then what was it? I just got Shrek. Oh, yeah. I got it in America. Like I was Wait, in Build a Bear. Were you America. about to say Shrek? Yeah. I got, you got a build a bear Shrek. Yeah. Oh my god! How have I have I seen this? I must have seen this, like, right? Oh my god! It had everything. It had like the gown. It had the air, like stuff that you you know with Shrek. And it was so big, like amazing. It, it, it was great. I wonder if there's like a Snorlax for me, like to cuddle, like with the Snorlax, you know, from Pokemon. Like with there's like a big version, like like the Shrek. I had the Shrek one. I don't know where it was. I I I think it's gone. But but the Shrek Wait. one. The, with the button Wait. yeah with the button you would hear like him saying donkey and then yeah just like screaming to that and then yeah that, that would be I scary think but there is a, there is a snorlax bear but i don't know if it's builder bear oh no it is oh my god what there is a snorlax builder bear no no yeah yeah wait let me let me find it on the actual website oh my god they've got so many oh uh-huh. my god it's got I'm pajamas on john Oh, it's called no. pajamas. Oh no! Oh, oh no. I'm tempted. Welcome I'm, back to I the Outside know. Film Podcast, where we talk bears, matrix, and dogs. There you go. That's all uh, the Pokemon okay. things. So I think you can get the snor- You get the Snorlax with the pajamas, and you can take the pajamas. No off. way! Oh my god! Oh my god! That's adorable! Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! It's got with the bathroom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ooh, it. It's this is so it now. big. Oh my god! Like we got, we got to set up a PO box, and then all of our listeners can send us <laughs> different builder bears. Oh my god, that's amazing! I don't know if I'm going to get that. That's <laughs> too expensive, but I'll, I'll see. How um, much is it? Wait, how much is it? It's seventy six pounds. What? Oh my god, that's so ins. Oh, like my okay, god. the rest, the rest are. To oh, be fair, man. they're all they're all like fifty quid. That's yeah. insane. But I wonder if it's cheaper. In, I don't want to go in store. No. no oh, they've I'm got a, gonna... they've got a three pound citrus berry. <laughs> citrus <laughs> berry. Oh my god! Yay! This could be like my dream thing in Pokemon Go. Getting there. <laughs> was, was it in the berry? Was it the berry in Pokemon? Nah, John, John. We 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 gotta go in store. We got. <laughs> we gotta go in store and pump it ourselves. Put the heart inside. I, I wonder if it, I mean they must still do that. That's the whole thing, right? That's the whole. That must, that's the whole. Must be the whole thing, right? You must give it the heart into it, and then, oh man. But remember, if they have the Snorlax, if they have the Snorlax, 
I'm, uh, no, seventy-five pounds. Don't do it, man. It's not worth it. They what, have. What if it's um, cheaper in store? What if it's cheaper in store? I mean, go for it. Well, I still have my build bear from years ago, man. Um, oh we're not even God, talking that... about the Matrix anymore. <laughs> oh no! Oh, this is this happens every time we talk about a bad film. I, I honestly, <laughs> I have to say, this is this is a, I, not wait, a good film. I, I can't call this a bad film. I really can't. Um, I really think the the first half is excellent. Not all of it, yes. but I think the first half has loads yes. of good stuff in I, it. I, I I agree with that. I mean, I'm not a bad film, but I thought it was. But, it was a uh, it was a big let. Well, okay. Literally, the title of the video is "Matrix Res- Resurrections" is unnecessary, and I believe it is. Unfortunately, I don't think this warrants its own existence. I don't think that after Revolutions that we need a fourth film, and I don't think that this proves itself as as worthy. And I think that's a real shame. Mm. But there's some there's some good moments, but I felt like they were a bit lacking. Oh, you know what? I it's like a Star Wars film, or like there's loads of different films that fit this bill. But the opening with the Warner Brothers logo. And the music that makes me so happy yeah. every single time. Like watching all four films, just every time it's like, nah, nah, like it's like yes, like every you know it's, it's like every time I hear the Star Wars music in the cinema. Like it doesn't matter what film it is, but that it's, makes me yeah. excited. And I, yeah, I can't I can't deny that was that was so cool. And I think there were some really cool parts of it. The bit where Neo and Trinity jump off the roof that yeah. was so good i thought like i wasn't sure about the 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 idea that they then just fly out of it like eh, like i feel like they should have jumped and actually like something you know with weight or consequence should have happened instead of just flying out of it but yeah i thought that was a really really cool moment yeah. <laughs> i love it when i love it when they're like hey hey neo can you still fly like can you get us out of this and he's like okay and he, he goes to fly and like the ground like begins to like like you know like warp and then he just jumps up he's like nope that's not happening that was great yeah also it's a great bit of cinematography when trinity was looking towards the sun and that you could see like the the hair like you know like waffling with the wind and everything that that yeah. was really cool shot of that and I, I was like wow that's really cool the ending of the big fight with the dawn was like a really nice moment where they realized there's no point in just running and they realized that you know if we're gonna go out we're gonna go out on our own terms and just kill ourselves by jumping off yeah but the music yeah i can't remember any music there were some sequences that were good but there was some questionable stuff that, like how could neo like i, I don't know that might be a really stupid question like move the rockets or like do something like that because i thought you know that was like really quick to see that. Like it wasn't giving the audience time to see like new powers. It was just like at the last bow, you know what I mean? Yeah, like Neo has this weird like force push power, but I don't really know where that, that came from. And that's all he does in the action scenes. <laughs> he just stands there just being like bang, bang, like pushing stuff away from him. And it, yeah, like it, it didn't have that weight that, you know, we're always talking about. I think that's a real yeah. shame. I felt like, you know, if you could use those powers like throughout the film, like that would be really interesting what he's going to do with it. I mean, this is the Matrix. You can experiment with like some of the stuff that, you know, you can fly Mm. or like teleport through. Like, you know, this film, I think heavily inspired anime, I think, like what was going to do. Um, uh, the, yeah, this film was heavily inspired by anime yeah yeah well not I, this film but, but, but the, the the series <laughs> i guess there's a scene where they're trying to get neo back into the regular world and neo gets transported to the karate dojo with morpheus and oh, they yeah. have like a fight in like like a karate fight like like in the first film and i have to say that scene 
that could have been the opportunity to explore, you know, what powers Neo does or doesn't have and, you know, whether he can still remember things. And it it, it could have been a cool action scene as well, but it, it, it wasn't really. Yeah. And I felt like that was like really lacking because, you know, this is the new Morpheus. Like, what are we going to see from him? And then mm. what was he going to do? But I just wanted yeah. things like to explore. The whole like premise was like saving Trinity, but not having Neo fully explore like the new Matrix, like what the things that you can do with his new powers. The film spends so long on different aspects of it that everything feels like you don't get enough of it. It spends so long with the world of the Matrix that we don't feel like we get to see Trinity and Neo enough. But then at the same time, it spends so long with Smith. You could take out that whole warehouse fight and instead explore a little bit more about Morpheus. Like, it's such an interesting concept that you can now bring, kind of like with Smith in Revolutions, you can bring AI into the regular world, you know, with this kind of technology. And it would be really cool to explore that. And we get a little bit of it at the beginning when Morpheus takes the red pill and he, you know, he realizes that he is an AI and all this stuff, but we never really explore that deeper. It was really cool to see Sati again. That was just quickly gone. Just like, it was. like oh, oh, there she is now. But oh no, she's lying away. Without the Oracle, it kind of felt like some of these moments oh, of contemplation. Yeah. I assume the Oracle and the Architect were erased in the last version of The Matrix. But without them, it, it felt like some of those moments of contemplation really were kind of missing. Yeah. And about like the philosophy, like, I guess. But that, that was missing. Like, you know, what? That this is like a new chapter for Neo, like the, uh, a new world and everything that was going to do, like the seventh version of the Matrix. Oh, there's one bit that we liked was when the analyst was like telling Neo, like, how come he's back and Trinity died and like, what did he do? And there's like this whole flashback. Like, it was like, it was like terrifying, like how he was like revived back and like his skin, yeah. like being doing everything. And then Trinity like coming back and then they touched to get their like hands together. And that was like a really good like idea why why it was just powering up the matrix but no it just went down just like like oh no guys trinity she's i can't find it and then like gone somewhere like what a good i'll tell you john every week every week your impressions get better oh guys i can't (laughs) find trinity what's going on it's me keanu reeves oh i'll tell you what it was weird that agent smith was calling instead of calling neo mr anderson he calls him tom a lot of the time. No, that was, why? That, oh, that yeah, was weird. Like, the, like no. the main thing is like you, you say, Mister Anderson. That's like your thing. That's your shtick, you know. But yeah, it was it was strange. Uh, it was like trying to say, "Hey guys, this is the new Agent Smith. Say hi to it." Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. Ah! <laughs> so I realized that Mister yeah. Anderson. That's what we want. We had that Anderson. once, but it, it kind of wasn't. It's weird because on one hand, it feels like it's so it's giving the middle finger to reboots and franchises. On the other hand, it's sticking with very safe concepts. I wonder if this film was purposely trying to give the middle finger to Warner Brothers, like trying to make another film. Yeah. Like they did this on purpose, like without any intent. We only saw Keanu and Carrie on Mars talking about the film. What, do you mean like in interviews and stuff? Yeah, doing interviews about Matrix. Um, I I, I don't know. I mean, it felt like when they talk about, oh, we're going to make a fourth Matrix game, our overlords at Warner Brothers want it being made, and if we don't, they're going to make it with or without you. That felt very much like maybe this is the situation that the filmmakers were in, and the only return so they could try to make, you know, some kind of sequel that wasn't just a corporate idea. Yeah, it was just so... It was... It was a bit disappointing for me. Like, 
what the film's going to do. But there's some great moments. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not completely worthless, but I do think that it's unnecessary. This one kind of, I would say it's my least favorite of the four, but I would say that it it's about, and you know, maybe if I rewatch it, or if I rewatch any of them, I might like them a bit more, but it's about the same as Reloaded for me. But I think Reloaded feels more like The Matrix uh, in the way that, you know, we're used to. I was really excited for this, you know, last year when HBO that Max trailer. decided to, you know, show all these films that was coming out on HBO Max, like, oh my God. And then Matrix Resurrection just came at the end, like, oh, it's coming out, it's coming yes. out this year. And then, yeah. Thank God, thank God that we're in England and we get to see it at the cinema, right? Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to watch this. Like Matrix films does it, and it's a shame because you know I didn't see Reloaded or Revolutions. Uh, I watched it at home, but this I was so glad to watch it on the big screen. But yeah, it's it's another example of an amazing trailer. That first trailer was Chef's Kiss and a disappointing film. And I hope again, God, Batman better not be bad. I tell you what, but we don't have to yeah. talk about that for a few for a few weeks. We can just kind of contain ourselves, hopefully. Yeah. Um, what do you think you're gonna give Matrix Resurrections out of ten? <sighs> Four out of ten. Okay, I could get behind that. Um, I would go a five or a six. I think a six, especially for that first half. If it was if it was just the first half, it would be an eight out or a nine. And the second half is more of like a four. So you know, it's disappointing, but I think that yeah, I think I'd go six at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Brilliant. Um, right. Well, I think that's uh, everything. A shorter podcast today, but you know what? You, wh- why not? Why the hell not? Um, oh my God, do you know it's one year since WandaVision came out? No. <laughs> yeah. No. It's one year since no. WandaVision no. aired no. here today. No. Yeah. no, please, please, no. It can't be right. No, I thought it would be next month. No. I mean, it, 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 would, it would have ended around March, but no, no, it started in, in January. Which is oh is my crazy. god! I remember watching the two episodes. Oh yeah, the two first two first episode came out like mm-hmm. on the same day. Yeah, we did a we did a um, podcast episode on it, and you can check that out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm actually gonna rewatch it. Not now, but before Doctor Strange in the Multiverse really? of Madness comes yeah, out, okay, I'm gonna rewatch okay. it. Yeah, uh, I feel like it deserves that. Just don't come after me like saying, why did I watch it? I was like, I told you, <laughs> Ralph Boner. There you go. Yeah. Oh, God, Ralph Boner. Honestly, I, I'm a firm believer that rewatching something can change everything. And I hope that it does. Maybe, maybe rewatching The Matrix Resurrections will change everything and I'll love it. But you got to rewatch something without expectation. It's very important. You know, one day I'll rewatch Zack Snyder's Justice League. I might like it more because of the expectations I won't have. Same with No Way Home, you know, and hopefully same with WandaVision. But yes, um, I think that's everything. So thanks everyone for listening. If you liked, give it a thumbs up and subscribe if you want to see more. Um, Next week, we're going to do The King's Man. Uh, If you can go and see it, of course. If not, we'll do something else. And if you uh, want to give you us your thoughts on Matrix Resurrections or about anything, you can comment it below or give us an email at asktimefilmpod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter or Instagram at asktimefilmpod. You can get loads of thoughts from me on Twitter or see all of our amazing thumbnails um, on Instagram. And yeah. 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 uh, Make sure that you're um, vaccinated because we want to keep cinemas open uh wear a mask yeah wear a mask please do please do and um yeah hope you enjoyed today listening about the wonderful uh about two minutes of matrix and one hour of build a bear and dogs and cats uh yeah that's why (laughs) 
we want to keep it lively because we just want to, you know, not have seen oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. well, you know, I, I, ever since No Way Home, I properly edit these now. So, for example, last week we did a video that was uh one hour 20 minutes long i edited it it's only an hour long now like i edit them now so like there's not <laughs> there's a lot less awkward pauses um oh, good, and, and good. like and, and delays because of of zoom call so like uh, yeah I, I think it's a lot better now but yeah next week king's man good yes. luck john <laughs> good luck <laughs> it's oh, it's definitely oh. a film that exists all right okay uh, that's <laughs> a um interesting uh sentence. yeah i won't tell you if it's good or bad but it's definitely batshit crazy it's a film. um right. it's definitely a film um, okay so yeah uh take us out bye take what you're giving give nothing back goodbye goodbye